0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday morning, so it's time to review the newspapers from South Africa from over the weekend. And indeed, a week or two before, because I haven't spoken to Katie Katapodis, the co-founder of Nala Media for quite a while, and also, of course, ex-news supremo at 702 Talk Radio. Katie, is it me or has South Africa gone a bit quiet at the moment?
1: Well, politically, South Africa's gone a bit quiet, I must say. So the political dramas that we've been hearing of and experiencing and reading of In the past few months, Lindsay, have certainly quietened down a bit. Um, Do we count the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry hysteria? Does that count as something?
0: That counts as something, yes, because I thought it was quite poignant. I don't know if it was just predetermined photo opportunities to see Harry walking in the footsteps of of his late mother. That was one thing that really struck me. And Meghan Markle coming to South Africa for the first time was also, I think, quite poignant in a way, if you like the royals, which unfortunately I do. I'm a royalist.
1: Well, you see, unfortunately, I do too. And um, uh, they, they, their trip certainly had a made a vast impression on many South Africans. The poignancy has not gone unnoticed by South Africans here. It certainly was something. And, in fact, we had the most wonderful moment with them when little Archie met um, big Archie, Archbishop yes. Desmond Tutu, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu. And that, of course, was a real moment here because, first of all, the world got a glimpse of Archie and what he looks like, a proper, proper glimpse. And and secondly, we, we also got to see the Archbishop, bishop emeritus who has been unwell of late and it was wonderful to see him um in good spirits and really looking well so i must say for me that was a definite highlight of their trip
0: he really did look well and his daughter was beaming and they they clearly loved the little archie and archie was looking back at them and smiling and he he made his first photo call his first official uh, appearance if you like he handled it very well i thought
1: He certainly did handle it very well. And in fact, uh, the Royals, I must tell you, are scheduled to land in Joburg today. Um, I don't know what their itinerary looks like uh, precisely. I must go and see exactly what they're doing. Because while I do enjoy watching them, I think, um, you know, the step-by-step, minute-by-minute coverage could be a bit much um, by some standards. So they're in Joburg today, and I'm sure there'll be lots and lots happening with them.
0: Let's not talk about Donald Trump this morning. Let's talk about Boris Johnson, because 20 years ago, apparently, he put his hand under a table while he was sitting next to a journalist and squeezed her thigh. This was 20 years ago. This is an allegation. There's nothing been proven, but it's one person's word against another. What is your attitude towards that that sort of story, Katie? If you were still head of news at 702 Talk Radio, how would you handle this and what would your personal handling of it be?
1: Well, you know, it really is such an interesting one for me and i tell you why I say it's interesting because as a very young journalist, I was early, early 20s, Lindsay. Yes. Um, I ended up sitting um, inadvertently and against my will, I must tell you, on Muammar Gaddafi's lap. Um, it's quite something. It was Thabo Mbeki's inauguration yes. and I was a young journal, green behind the ears and there I was and Gaddafi. I sat on Gaddafi's lap and um, Why? Because he refused to answer a question. A colleague pushed me. Well, he refused to answer answer my question and he said come and sit on my lap and and I said absolutely not and I froze and a colleague behind me pushed me onto his lap I was absolutely mortified I couldn't believe what had just happened um and it's something that has certainly stuck with me. Fast forward 20 years, my response would have been extremely, extremely different. I would have been more mature. I would have known how to handle it. But I think such actions from senior politicians, from people in power, are simply not acceptable, actually. Um, you know, you see you see a young uh, journalist. You don't squeeze her thigh. You don't ask her to sit on your lap. You don't do any of that crap because that's actually what I'm going to call it. It's crap. It's invading our space. It is completely, completely unacceptable. So I, I'm able to look at it from those two. Prisms from the prism of a very, very young, impressionable young journalist who was completely overwhelmed by this and had no concept of what to do, and at the same time, I'm able to look at it from the prism of an editor, um, you know, 20 years later, who's far more mature and aware of the consequences of such things. To say, you know what, get your act together, people. It's it's absolute rubbish and should never ever be allowed. And I'm glad journalists are calling this out.
0: But it's still going on, isn't it? It's been going on uh, since time immemorial. The point is that it is being called out now people are actually uh, uh, becoming aware of it and you can't get away with it, but people are still trying to.
1: I think regrettably it is still happening and it will continue to happen until, until men, and dare I say it is only men, believe that they can get away with it. So the louder our voices are as women, um, the, the stronger we are, we position ourselves in this position of strength um, and we're, we're able to call it out and say enough is enough and it's not happening anymore. And, you know, in the context of South Africa, this enough is enough. And it's even more important in the context of gender-based violence in South Africa and the issues that we're facing as women in South Africa. So I frown upon it, as I think most women do and should, and I think most people should. Um, uh, In in fact, frown upon it is just far too soft a word. Strongly condemn it is the only way that it could be possibly described, especially um, against somebody who's in this position of, of... Well, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody who goes as a young reporter potentially to interview someone who's in this position of authority. It's never acceptable and needs to be condemned.
0: Well said. Katie, I, there's a couple of stories that have caught my eye uh, since we last spoke. The one was that a solid gold toilet was stolen from Blenheim Palace, which was the birthplace of Winston Churchill. It was installed as, as it was a fully functioning toilet, I might add, and was solid gold. It was worth six million pounds, which is what's six times 100, 100 around about 112, 115 million rand for a toilet. Um, it was stolen after, two days after being installed as an art installation. If, if you like, so it was uninstalled. But the one I really wanted to talk about was as we're talking about men and women and their interactions, is the man that died in uh, Tanzania proposing to his girlfriend underwater. Did you see that story while you were oh, away? Oh,
1: I, I saw that. I saw that. What? A, uh, that, that is such a tragic story um, because that moment of absolute bliss that they're both supposed to be experiencing ends up in absolute tragedy. And for me, it was when um, she posted on Facebook, the, the fiancé-to-be posted on Facebook to say that um, he didn't even hear my answer, which would have been a million times yes.
0: Yeah, and he just drifted away. Gosh. Gosh. It's actually tragic. I mean, Mm. the the first time I saw it, I actually sort of had to stifle laughter. But then when I read the whole story, I thought, goodness me, what a horrible, horrible thing to happen.
1: But you know what the question is here, Lindsay? Why do we keep looking as humans to be more and more extreme with everything that we do? Perhaps Mm. just going back to a simpler time and a simpler age of getting down on your knee in a restaurant, in a, wherever, you know, on terra firma. Would have, been, would, would have been better but we're always pushing boundaries and I suppose that's what makes us unique as human beings as well but there's a part of me that goes I don't know, maybe we do need to just go back to a slightly simpler time when not everything is so over the top because because that just brings so many risks with it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and that's another thing we'll talk about this, we can't talk about it this morning but we'll talk about it another time is the the social media world and, and the Instagram world in which we live where everyone's trying to outdo each other all the time But as you say we should really be going back to the basics. Everything will go full circle at some point, but uh, not at the moment. It's getting worse and worse to me. These, the people that die taking selfies on, on cliff edges and things is a great example of that.
1: Mm, ab- absolutely right. And I think we need some kind of sense and normality returned. We, we, we need to get a grip.
0: The sensible and normal Katie Katapotis is a co-founder <laughs> of Nala Media, and she'll be back with us next Monday. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox. Strictlybusinesspodcast.com, made possible by Prudential Investment Managers.